All right. So this, I guess, is going to be probably the last podcast of 2019. And what I would kind of want to do is do a review of 2019. Now, a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about is not in order of what happened in the year. Um, I will... Well, it's not, and that's basically it. So I've kind of started writing a list um, of things that I think were highlights of last this year. Um, and I, when I started creating it, I was doing it month by month. Then when I would do a new month, I would write something down and I'd be like, oh, that also happened two months before. And I'll, I'll, I'll update it and add it to it and just didn't. Because you always remember things. There's always stuff that you always... When people do these end-of-year reviews, they always forget something. There's always something that there's always left left off the list. You know, it's like when uh, Bath to do those uh, in memoriam to the people who died the year before, then, you know, the next day people complain, going, well, this person died within that year. Why, why, why do they not get mentioned? It's like, well, too many people died. I think that's happened for the last two, three years, especially even, like, the Oscars. And I think Golden Globes, they'll be like, oh, but this person died. Why didn't you mention them? It's like, yeah, too many people died. We cannot mention them all. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I will... I think I will work off the list I originally done while adding every now and again bits to that. So let's start off in January. January... I guess big news for everybody. Costa. Costa Coffee, which was owned by the same people who owned uh, Premier Inn and other well-known British brands, like even Beef Eater as well. And uh, I think they also own Toby Carvery. <clears throat> Coca-Cola bought them out for an obscene amount of money. And then within a few months of them buying out Costa... Um, they then started making their own coffee cans. Uh, Costa's menu changed. So instead of having a lot of like organic drinks, like, you know, made by other companies that isn't Coca-Cola, they're all Coca-Cola branded stuff, which, you know, if you're a regular customer and you're used to a particular drink, that is annoying. But if you're not, it wouldn't really bother you that you can get now a can of Coke, whereas before you were getting like, an organic cola. That's January. That's all I had written. <laughs> Probably should have said that. But we're going to move on really quickly. February. Greg snorts their vegan sausage roll. A lot of people were crying about this. I have no idea why. It wasn't like they were going, well, we're going to stop doing meat now. They were just feeding into that, I guess, veganist hype that's happened this year. And I guess... As we keep going on year and year, a lot more people are going to be vegan and looking at vegetarian because they are looking at that Greta girl, Greta Thangberg, I want to say her name is, and they're looking at that and going, you know what, I want to become vegan or I want to think about the planet, I want to think about this earth because my kids, my kids, kids, my kids, 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 you know, they're going to be all underwater. And... You know, so people are thinking about meat and they're thinking about their options. A lot of people, Piers Morgan, everyone's favourite, was 
banging on about. How dare they do it? I think my only the only issue that I have with the vegans sausage roll is the fact it looks like a spinal cord. I don't know if you know about Greg's pasties that they are they've got certain cuts on them. So a steak bake is cut in a certain way that they know when they're it's when they're putting it in the oven. They know, oh, that's a steak bake, that's a sausage roll, that's a sausage roll with cheese in it, that's a... Whatever, I don't really have that much Greg's anymore, unfortunately. So I can't remember all the options, but they will have... They have di- different, like, little cuts on them. Next time you're at Greg's, you'll see it and you'll be like, oh, okay, that's how they know what it is, right? <clears throat> and then it also in February, we had Pokemon Go, had an update. You had the ability to change teams. Um, I have not done that. I wouldn't do that. I'm Team Valor, because Ash was Valor. I was a Mystic, which a lot of people did change allegiances from Valor, because there wasn't a lot of Valor in my area. It's a lot of uh, Team Mystic and Team Instinct. I mean, I don't really like the colour yellow or blue, so Valor till I die. And I think in my group of friends there was... I mean, like, looking at raids and stuff, this is also boring to those people who do not play Pokemon Go, but you're going to have to listen to it, because it's... It's what I want you to do. Um, I wouldn't change my allegiance. I wouldn't change my colour. You know, I, I loved Team Valor. You know, a lot of the raids, especially in central London, were owned by Valor places. In March, TikTok blew up. It was uh, Musical.ly and then changed to TikTok. And it just... It's basically the new Vine. It's the Chinese new Vine. Um, there's a lot of stuff written about TikTok and it's mainly because it's owned by a Chinese company which has strong links to the Chinese government and it's a lot of spying and people are a bit wary but actually also not that wary because everyone looks at Facebook and go, well, Facebook's no better, Instagram's no better, WhatsApp's no better because it's all owned by one company. Um, we also had um, Keith Flint of The Prodigy. He died, unfortunately. Um which is, uh, for me, Prodigy's been, is one of my, my favourite, like, dance electronic bands, if they want to call it. They are kind of a band. And it's a, it's a real shame that he killed himself. Um, it's, obviously, I guess where most people do, you know, I, I guess if it's someone that you know or even, like, attempted suicide, that's always a bad thing for, for the people who are left behind. Because there's always unanswered questions. There's always, oh, I should have, would have, could have. You know, and it's always very easy to say to people, well, you know, I'm here if you need to talk. But it's, it's, it's so difficult being that person on the other side going, actually, I want to reach out to my friends and I want them to know what I'm going through, etc. Then um, they were meant to be headlining SW4. And obviously um, that didn't happen. Um, we are no, we're none the wiser to know what's going to happen going forward. If they, I mean, they won't get a new frontman, but how they're going to do it touring wise? Because he had high energy. I mean, yeah. Anyway, then we had um, so the replacement of SW4 was they bumped Knife Party up, and they kind of did like a tribute to Keith Flint, and a lot of pop up events happened also around London. Also in March, we had Brexit Day. Yay! So that was end of March was when we were supposed to leave and then April would be a new dawn and we would reach, well, we would be leaving the EU 
And, well, it didn't happen, did it? Then in April, we had Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones... Well, I mean... I mean, we won't lie, the ending was disappointing. The ending kind of went how I thought it would. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing, the disappointing thing with Game of Thrones, and we found out more recently, is the fact that they filmed series, uh, I want to say six and seven, or maybe five or six, back to back. Now... I have no understanding why the last series was so rushed. If you filmed it back to back, like what what was the there must be a reason behind that. You know, I know you can't please everybody, but it was like it was just the, the pace, the pacing wasn't there. I think that was the reason why. And you had one episode that was just all filmed at night and it if you illegally downloaded it, it did not look good. I will tell you that, dear this now. I never did. But it just didn't look good at all. Then also in April we had um, a little song from an artist called Little Nas X called Old Town Road. Now that premiered on Musically, which then became TikTok, and it blew up. It is the longest number one single consecutive weeks. In the US. It's obscene. Um, so Little Nas X came out with that song. Then there was a remix with uh, Miley Cyrus's dad, Billy Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus. There we go. Um, and then we had another remix uh, with um, Little Hank Williams, as he likes to call himself, um, Maze, Mason Ramsey. Um, and that actually slapped. That actually, I like that. And they did with all their Apple emojis. That was quite cool. Um, so they did, I think, two remixes. Then he released um, an EP. I think it was called Seven. And then shortly after that, he came out as gay. And that also then blew up as well. You know, no one kind of was like, oh, I don't want to work with him that we're aware of. But a lot of people then came up with memes and were talking about, like, how obvious it was, like, he says, I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road, um, ride till I can't take no more. And then people were actually going, well, that's subliminal. Subliminal? Um, that's him talking about getting fucked. And then he was like, nah, it's not that deep. It's just a song about a cowboy. Also in April, we had Prince Philip um, not knowing how to drive and setting old people back and fulfilling that stereotype when he crashed his car or had a little accident. Um, He recovered and he, um, well, basically said he wasn't going to be driving on public roads anymore. There was a lot of debate. And if it wasn't for the fact he was Prince Philip, that debate would have gone the other way. A lot of people say, oh, like, you have to redo your test anyway after a certain age. But it was like, oh, because he's royal family, we can't really say too much about him. There's a lot of royal family news. We'll do that later. Then in May, we had Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Boy, that was bad. That was awful. It was awful. Didn't look like Sonic. It was like a bastardised version of 
what you'd tell a four-year-old to draw a Sonic. Didn't look like it at all. But thankfully, um, they redid it later on, uh, a few weeks later, and they said that it was going to come out, I think, October, and then they pushed it back to February, which everyone's like, well, that's four months extra, like, are they going to be able to redo the CGI for that? But a lot of people, Corridor Club, um, Corridor Room, sorry, on YouTube, check them out. They do CGI, they've done a lot of viral CGI videos, um, and they show you and they explain, actually, it shouldn't be too bad to redo the post of CGI on it because they would have still had the original designs, they would have all the, the models, they just have to change the height of some things a little bit. Um, also, we got uh, a new Apple Mac, uh, a new iMac that was announced. It's only, I think, now just come out. It's a cheese grater. People slated it because it looked like a cheese grater. Um, but it's actually one of the most repairable now it's come out. It's the most repairable Macs we've ever had. And people are like, whoa, is Apple actually finally listening to its customers? Because if you are a true Apple head, you will know that a lot of Apple stuff, you buy it and it says this, you can't upgrade it. Like, they sold a... If you are someone who just buys laptops all the time and doesn't know that you can just upgrade them every so often and it will make it last even longer... You know, a lot of people didn't realise that you can't upgrade MacBooks. So, you know, if you get them highest, the highest spec cost over like 50 grand just for a little machine. But again, those are for professionals, not really for home users. Um, Apple also announced they had a brand new stand for their their um, iMac. And that cost £999. And the internet went wild, going, this is typical Apple tax. Then other people came out with their own versions. Even before the new... The, all these accessories come out before the actual device did. Um, and they were a lot cheaper. And some of them were the exact same, just probably didn't have the Apple tax on it. Also, when we had Eurovision. I'm a Eurovision fan, and we won't talk about it. The wrong country won. But... That's per usual. We will, good news, we will still be able to be in the Eurovision despite having Brexit. Because if Australia can, the UK are definitely going to be in it. Then we had Joe Brown making a joke. And she got vilified. Still kept her job on Bake Off though. Then we had the second series of Fleabag come in. And... That was really good. We met Hot Priest. Uh, we were all suddenly drinking G&T cans all the time, like we were in Fleabag. If you've not seen Fleabag, watch it. It's brilliant. I I watched it when it first came out back in, like, three years ago, 2016. Quick maths. And I only watched one episode, and I didn't get it. I didn't... I literally could not get my head around it. I could not understand this whole almost woman acting like a man and it's not that it's not that aspect at all it's not that at all it's just I couldn't get my head around it I understand it I have friends like that it's just I couldn't understand it as a TV show and also it's the fact that she talked to camera quite a lot breaking the fourth wall I find that really fascinating and I do like the fact that the second series they have turned that breaking the fourth wall on its head a little bit which is very interesting I won't give you a spoiler so watch it we also had Jason Momoa cutting off his beard, and the internet went wild. That was mad. He, he, 
he was doing it for a uh, Apple TV show, I think it was, and he also did it to kind of raise awareness for some. Uh, it's a product. It was also promoting a product, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's got his bit." And it's really weird if you see Jason Momoa like when he was young, like I think he did Baywatch or like Baywatch Hawaii or something like that. And he's done other shows, and it's weird when people look at his past because obviously he blew up doing the first series of Game of Thrones. That's when everyone was like, whoa, big lad. And then he became Aquaman. And oh, he's done other stuff even before that. But, you know, Game of Thrones is what's made him more of a household name for the majority of people, you know. And that's what his look has been, that Game of Thrones look. We also had people milkshaking politicians. We had um, the EU vote for the uh, MEPs. And when they were going around parading their their chops, people were swirling milkshakes at them. Uh, Burger King was a company who was making tweets and making jokes about it, and people were like, we're going to boycott, we're going to boycott, oh my God, how can they say this? And it was only right-wing politicians, it was only far-right right-wing politicians who were getting swelled with um, milkshakes. And to be fair, they're all suits from Matalan, they weren't fitted, so... I don't know what everyone's crying about. We also got the new Sonic the trailer. Sonic the trailer. Sonic the Hedgehog trailer as well. Which corrected all the mistakes of the first one. Then a lot of conspiracy theorists went into Overdrive and was like, well, was that their original plan? To kind of come out with a shit trailer? Because actually, if you now it's been fixed, you appreciate it more. But the first time it came out, it was like, whoa, Sonic doesn't look like Sonic. Like, arms and legs, no gloves. Like, what is going on? looks nothing like Sonic. And then a lot of people thought it was a marketing ploy. Because like, everyone's standing there going, wait, is this the first time someone's just to produce... Like, producers have listened to an audience when they've gone, oh, don't make this film. Oh, don't do that. We had a little visit from Trump. We had a little Trump baby blimp come as well, parading around London. That was interesting. We also had uh, Anthony Joshua and June losing a fight, which, again, interesting. I never watched the fight. I'm not a pay-per-view fan. I mean, I don't, I don't care for it. Um, that's a whole different subject about talking about paying for extra stuff on top of what you've already got. But, you know, looking at the fight highlights, I mean, everyone was like, he's going to win, he's going to win, he's going to win. Boxing, I find a really weird sport because, you know, I still believe that it is just baloney. Because I find it interesting in sport, and I'll maybe talk about this another time. But I, quickly, I just find it weird how you can kind of hype and hype, hype a film, hype, hype a film, hype a fight up, and then it may not go the way you think it will, and it's just like, oh, is that it? Or, oh, that's a bit pony or whatever else. It's hard to explain it because I'm losing my train of thought. But... It's just a lot of hype and it's like, oh, that person's won again, cool. And it's like, you have to lose to then get a bigger bigger draw, people like into it. And I, I kind of, I'm not saying he threw the fight deliberately, but he went in a bit cocky and he was taking blows and I don't think he thought that the guy had the power that he did. And then they did the rematch later in December, getting ahead of myself here. But, well, he won that, spoiler alert. Um, Better Thorn, she had some news, nudes leak, although they kind of didn't. Um, she got a, a threatening message, apparently, saying that they were going to leak her nudes if she didn't get some money, so she leaked some nudes. Which one? That nudie. 
to be fair. Um, but then you had Whippy Goldberg going, oh, I can't believe she done that, oh, what a trollop and all this nonsense. July, we had a new Tory leader. In the end, it was Boris versus Hunt, which was a shock, because my money was on Gove. But unfortunately for Gove, um, him talking about doing cocaine in the past um, kind of ruined his ruined his uh, tenureship. I feel sorry for Gove because he got screwed over by Boris when he tried to take on Theresa May. And Boris was then decided to come out as he wanted to be PM as well, which originally he, it was meant to be Gove and Boris together. So he never got his chance to shine, and that was a shame. It's always weird with politics, like, people bring stuff up from the past, which doesn't really reflect on your future now. You know, we forgive and forget a lot of stuff in politics and media and just in life. And it's like, someone had a minor indiscretion with drugs once, and it's like, that's a stick to beating with. But the problem is, a lot of it was, he'd been to America several times, and with America, he meant that they ask you if you've ever done drugs or been arrested for drugs, and he didn't declare it. So then everyone was like, well, hold on a minute, how can you be like the business and culture secretary and doing all this stuff for America, but yet never declared it to them, so you lied and you're a liar and, yeah. And we're back. <clears throat> Sorry for that abrupt end of the last part. So we also had a face app come back, which was a, a thing. People wanted to look like babies and look like their opposite sex. A lot of people were losing their heads about it which was entirely really weird because it was an app that originally was around a year or two ago. But what really happened was a lot of people rediscovered it because of Facebook on this day and Time Pop and other other bits like that. So they were a bit like... A lot of people were like, oh, I can't believe it's come back. And it's like, well, actually, it never left. You just forgot about it. With a lot of like apps that only have one purpose, you kind of do it for a bit and then you stop. Kind of like... Not like TikTok, but... Well, I guess like TikTok. TikTok had a massive thing where it spiked and it was like the number one app for weeks and weeks. And then it's just kind of gone back down to a reasonable time frame or reasonable thing. Uh, we had the Fortnite games where a British lad won millions of millions of pounds. And he was, I think he was 16. And the fact that he built, built he built, built, he beat out so many people. Um, was astounding. I think there was a lot of controversy because there wasn't a lot of women gamers um, or it wasn't balanced out correctly or proportionately enough, um, which is uh, always an interesting, I think, diversity programmes and stuff like that, with a lot of them, they are doing new rules around diversity and saying that, you know, we're going to look to employ more women and more minorities and stuff like that, B-A-M-E, and LGBTQIA+, um, have more of people, like, kind of interviewed for roles, like, media jobs and stuff like that. Uh, We had that dam burst in England, a lot of floods. Boris took his time to visit that. Um, Yeah, I mean, the less you said about that, the better. ASAP Rocky got arrested and then got freed. Trump... Claimed he had an involvement in it, but 
from what it was, he was in Sweden, I think, and he got goaded and then people basically jumped. He jumped someone else, but there was another video where it proved his innocence and, yeah. It big, the biggest news of August, of course, was Ashley Cole retiring. And then we also had uh, Rooney, Wayne Rooney, coming back to the UK as a player-coach-manager. Uh, player-coach-manager? Player-manager role, I guess. Which I guess is good. I mean, for those who f- follow Rooney and care about football as well, I guess. It's good to see someone who is a prolific goalscorer back in the UK on home turf. Um, the only bit of controversy was the fact that I think he was number 32 and the football team was sponsored by Bet32. And, you know, people... I guess weren't so happy about that. Uh, in September, uh, Boris lost his Brexit vote. You know, Brexit means Brexit, except for when it doesn't. And he lost that, so we had another delay. He had to write to the EU, but he didn't. He did do that for the extension, but he didn't sign it because he's just a petty little fool. Disney Plus launched, which is an amalgamation of all the content that the House of Disney has been buying. They also bought Fox. So they have the rights back to the Fantastic Four and also have the rights back to X-Men. We will not see any new X-Men or Fantastic Four films for at least another four or five years because of the new Phase 3, Phase 4, 5 and 6, which they are saying are now maybe more standalone films rather than having a more you know, integrated Marvel Cinematic Universe like they first had. I think some might even be TV shows as well at a push. Then we had the sad news that um, Thomas Cook collapsed. A lot of pop- people's holidays were ruined. A few of my friends, they had honeymoons cancelled. Uh, they had to, you know, find out new places to go, obviously. Um, then there was a Sun newspaper story about Ben Cook's family. Ben Stokes' family, sorry. That he's a... Uh, in his past, um, I think there was a killing in his family. And it was something that kind of had never been spoken about. Um, that he didn't really have to talk about it, if I'm honest. But it it came out in the sun and they used it as exclusive. And then when he was like, yeah, I'm not talking about this, it kind of got deleted because of all the furore about it. Um, they never really talked about it. It was really weird, like... It's really weird with newspapers when they, when someone kind of goes, well, this is across, this is beyond the, beyond the pale. Like you don't need to talk about this. Like there's no reason to. And then they kind of like they scrub the story, but they never put their hands up and go, oh look, we did this. Like newspapers do need to be regulated. Quote me on that. Everything else is regulated. Why are newspapers? You know, there there is that fear of oh they won't they won't write about this and the the government are going to tell them, tell you what they can and can't say and be mouthpieces. They already are. You know, I think regulation is always a scary thing. But it's actually more, if you write a story about someone, you should be able to back it up and maybe not have to reveal your sources, but be confident enough if you went to court, you would be able to stand up for yourself. 
And I think that's more the thing. Like, if I was ever in politics, that would be one of the things I would champion for because everything else is regulated. Why are you the only exception? Because you were kind of before regulation started, if that were. You know, being self-regulated isn't enough. You're not doing it well enough. You're not finding newspapers. You're not having big enough retractions. I think that's something that is really ridiculous. You know, if you're able to print a libel story about... Forget about, like, celebrities. Think about the common person. You're able to say that I once... Saying I was chatting to 16-year-olds like Drake does, right? Saying you would put that in a newspaper and it wasn't true... That's ridiculous. That's my name libeled. And people in my area would be like, oh my God, he's a nonce, right? And then if that found that story turned out to not be true, right? I mean, I don't talk to 16-year-olds like Drake does. But if I'm around a 16-year-old like a friend or a friend's brother or sister, then that's the only time I'll be talking to a 16-year-old. Or if I'm in a cinema and they're acting really loud and I'm like, oi, dickhead, shut up. But, yeah, they should be regulated is basically what I'm saying. I think the, the retraction, that it's just a, a little byline hidden away on, like, the bottom corner of the left-hand side of a page 22 that you would where they put all other irrelevant one-liner stories and people don't really see it. You know, the friends of friends know, but mud sticks, unfortunately. October. We had... Colleen Rooney, Rooney versus Rebecca Vardy. And that was the the biggest highlight for me personally. Biggest story of 2019 is Colleen, Colleen Rooney, Rooney, I can't say her name right, um, basically had been sending out fake stories on social media, right? Put all these fake stories out about how she was like looking to change sex or the change to sex with a baby. Put all these like weird stories about her house and stuff and she was trying to work out the leak and she basically said that she was putting fake Instagram stories up and only one person was able to view it and it was Rebecca Vardy's account. They called her Wagga for Christie because of the way that she was doing stuff and the way that she had worked it out. Rebecca Vardy came out and was like, nah, nah, it weren't me. I can't believe she she put this out online. I wouldn't bother to contact me. Ben, um, Jamie Vardy unfollowed Wayne Rooney on Instagram. Um, it was then later revealed that um, Rebecca Vardy has got a number of son. She's following a lot of son journalists. So it kind of made out pretty much that it was probably her. There was a, her only real denial was, I'm pregnant, I don't need this stress. Because obviously everyone was tweeting her, going, giving her, you know, trolling her, basically. And then then the suspicion was that she was the undercover wag. Because a lot of stuff that she was saying, it kind of made out it was more going to like to be her as well. Also in the news, we found out Skepta and Adele uh, are allegedly dating. Both from North London. So that was the thing. There was another Ben Stokes story. Um, pictures of him... What looked like he was attacking his wife were not printed any papers, but they were shopped about. Uh, everyone's favourite, Guido Fawkes, uh, put them on Twitter and was like, these are being shopped about, but no one's buying them because he was on a high from uh, winning the Ashes. And also because of the story about his family that the son, run, son had written and run, everyone was like, whoa, we're all Team Ben Stokes, so he's untouchable. And his wife came out and was like, 
it was a playful thing. It's something that they always do, but pictures only tell one side of a story. Also, we had Boris saying that the flood wasn't an emergency, that we that happened the month before, and he wasn't going to go out. Then just before Halloween, we got the news that shocked pretty much nobody that My Chemical Romance was reforming. And then they announced the gig in December, and then shortly after that, they announced gigs worldwide. Festivals that they were headlining, all this stuff. We're still currently waiting for the Reading announcement, which actually, I think, November was leaked by uh, Liam Gallagher. He put his name out and said, I'm headlining. Um, and then everyone's like, whoa... Let's see who else is coming. Because they've not got any UK dates. They're in uh, Australia for download. There's a lot of download stuff where Mike Campbell Horror Online is the headlining. And everyone's waiting to see if they're either getting announced for Glastonbury, which would be a massive shock. Or if they get announced for um, Reading Festival. November. We had uh, T.I. talk about how his daughter, who is, I think, 18, 19 has yearly hymen checks. He said it on a podcast. Um, and then there was a lot of people, a lot of feminists, rightly saying hymen checks are a really outdated way of checking anything. Hymens can break by simply putting a tampon in. Hymen doesn't mean that you are a slut. doesn't mean that you've had sex. And then he kind of backtracked it on the Red Table Talk on Facebook with Jada Pickett-Smith. Basically, I actually didn't really re- bother to listen to his response. He's cancelled for me, so he's done. I don't, listen to, I don't rate T.I. anymore. He's done. We had Prince Andrew um, defend his association with um, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, he did this terrible... I nearly said terrific there. Terrible car crash interview. And he basically said he has no recollection of the majority of things, but he remembers being in a Peter Express in Woking on that day that all of this supposedly happened. He never forced anyone or coerced anyone into sex that didn't want to. I don't really want to put words into his mouth. But he's basically saying that even the pictures that have been... that are out there of him having his hand around the girl, he says it's doctored and, you know, who knows... Uh, we have the ITV debate and the election was full in force. We had uh, the ITV debate, sorry, with uh, Mary Nightingale. And during that, we had uh, Conservatives, GCHQ, changed their um, tag to Fact Check UK. So to make it look like an independent thing and started basically tweeted anything that Jeremy Corbyn had said and were basically making out that they were independent. And people were retweeting this, like, no avail, and being like, oh, yeah, proved it, proves it right, yeah, Jeremy Corbyn's a lying dickhead. Would actually then prove that a lot of the stuff that they were saying, independently verified, was actually baloney. We had uh, Jose Mourinho come back to the Premier League uh, after his, you know, unsuccessful attempt at Man United. He was then announced as the new Tottenham manager which apparently was only done because uh, Arsenal were already in talks with him. Um, So Tottenham basically beat them to it. 
and we'll see how that goes for them. Then um, in December, we had the polls come out, all predicting a Tory win. Nice Christmas present for those Tory voters. Stormzy comes out with a new album, How Heavy, uh, Heavy Is The Head. And that went really good. Got to number one on its debut. It's got a lot of collaborations as well. We also then have Blue Story come out in the View Cinema. Well, came out worldwide, or come out, sorry, come out countrywide. And then after a few days got pulled because of uh, a bunch of young lads during a Frozen 2 screening had knives out and the new cinema said it had to do with Blue Story, so pulled that film. And then another company pulled Blue Cinema, uh, sorry, Blue Story out of the cinema. And there's a lot of controversy because a lot of people are like, well, fuck you, View. Who the hell are you to be putting in stories? Sorry, who are you to be putting in cinema screenings because of one incident and you're doing that countrywide because you don't want to be associated with it? Then they were like, well, actually... And they went they went quiet for days. And then a few days after that, they were like, well, actually, there'd be violent, violence at all of the screenings, not just not just in Birmingham, it's been elsewhere in London and stuff. And everyone's like, come on now. On X Factor, on the live final, uh, X Factor Celebrity, which is basically flogging a dead horse. X Factor basically needs to be rested. It's, it's, it's done. I mean, I think the practice, it's a show... For no other reason than, well, I don't even know what the show is for anymore because I don't really have many people. I couldn't even tell you who won last year, or the year before that. You know, the winners of the show, a few of them do well, a few of them don't, a few of them you never hear about. Um, December we've already talked about. We had uh, the AJ fight. We had the round two of that, and obviously he successfully won. Uh, we had another Stormzy story because um, later he did an interview with um, an Italian uh, an Italian um, music blog and he was asked many questions and one of them was, do you think Britain has got racist? And he said Britain has 100% got more racist, which the British press picked up, mainly ITV, and said that he announced that Britain is 100% racist. And the gammon all came out in full force and was like, if Stormzy thinks... My favourite. If Stormzy is, thinks that Britain is racist, he should pay back British taxpayers. All the money they used to support him when he was brought from Ghana over to the UK by his single-parent mum. The gammon, oh... Like, ITV, if BBC did that, it'd be more hell to pay than for a story like that. Anyway, another news. I've other stuff written down, but I just, you know, didn't really do much with it. We also had 21 Savage. Um, it was announced that he was actually British and he'd been living in the UK, uh, US illegally on a basically uh, a visa, a temporary visa, and just never left. And there was a lot of, not controversy, but there's a lot of like, wait, so he's actually one of Britain's biggest and best rappers. And people were shocked because it was like, he got, he got arrested for a gun charge and that's how it all then came out. Um, and then people were like, well, he's giving back to his community where he is. He's been repping them ends as well. But there was a lot of shock because 
there's been interviews with his mum and there's loads of videos that come out and it was like his mum's clearly British and she's still got the British accent and he'd been living in America illegally for 12 years longer than he should... Well, for at least 12 years. And it was like he'd been brought up in this area but then people were like, well, checking out his songs, he's never actually made any reference to being born in the UK. And that was weird. We had Jamie's Italian had collapsed, which was... I've been there. It's, it's it's it was pretty good. I never went to the fifteen restaurants. So that's that's also recently shut down. Um, also for consideration, we had Jeremy Kyle. His show got taken off air because a guest had killed himself before the episode had aired. Um, a, a lot a lot of controversy of that because, you know, a lot of people don't fully understand how they get guests on the show. So if someone is cheating on their wife and then they want to come forward and, you know, announce it to the nation that they've been a cheat. They want to stir it up, obviously, not obviously, but for television standards. So they will kind of bring guests in under false pretenses. Maybe, oh, look, you've won a prize. Oh, look, there's this. Oh, look, there's that, right? And it's... um. Well, there was one time they had um, people... They had people on the show when they've actually got them drunk. Like, they actually fed a guest alcohol. I think the night before he was supposed to go on, then he'd be... Basically, was violent. He actually got arrested and sent to jail. And the the judge did say, because of the Jeremy Carl show. And the fact it took so long... The fact it took a death for them to pull that show. And then there was a rethink, you know... Are there, is there enough being done on British TV with, you know, having more support for those who are on it on reality TV? Because reality TV is really easy to put on because the stories kind of feed themselves. Like, if you think of Geordie Shaw, you basically are just giving guests alcohol and then you're filming the aftermath. You know, they do this fake thing of having a storyline of, like, oh, look, they, they're reps in Newcastle. And then you'll have them... Then they'll all get drunk on shift and then they'll go back to the house and all have sex with each other and argue. It's the same... You know, it's pretty much the same series. Once you watch one, you watch them all. It's just about the level of drama and stuff that comes from it, which I guess is more entertaining. We have a new political party as well, Change UK, which is basically Ramona's from the Labour Party, from the Liberal Dems, and even from top-line Conservative people, all decided to leave their party and form a new party, which was Change UK, which was a little bit in the road, for everyone's view. And they didn't do that well, and a lot of people then disbanded shortly after it started. Uh, Yeah, the Jonas Brothers come back. And also announced that um, they were working in a studio where My Chemical Romance was um, rehearsing. And everyone was like, nah, it's trash shit, they're just doing it for promo. And then look how right they were. They definitely needed an apology for that. Challenges this year. The main one was the bottle cap challenge, which is basically someone holding a beer, well, not a beer, holding um, a glass. A glass, why can't I talk? A bottle with a cap on it. And then you basically do like a kick and you kick it off. 
There's been a lot of successful attempts, a lot of unsuccessful funny attempts at that. We had the Spice Girls come back, which is brilliant. Didn't get to see it, which is a bit of a shame. In the world of Kardashians, we had um, Kim come out with the kimono, which was a, a shapewear. Um, a lot of people were like, she doesn't understand heritage. We understand that she's using her name, Kim, but she's she's kind of like, when people look for kimono, they're going to be looking at her name. That will become the top result, and that's not fair because you're bastardising culture, basically. So then she renamed it Skims. Which was a thing. Then there's a lot of controversy about the Amazon rainforest being burnt. Facebook was lit with, the lungs of this planet is dying! Ah! Yeah. Tool came back. They released their new album, Inoculum. Um, they'd done, like, loads of different, like, feature packs and variety packs and stuff. So, like, an LP with a CD and the download. Um, then they'd have, like, an actual, like, LP, like, a working LP kind of thing, like, package deals, as it were. Um, also announced this year was, uh, Ariel the Mermaid. It was going to be remade as a live-action Disney Plus thing. Either a film or a TV special. And I believe that um, there's a black actress going to be Ariel. And everyone was like, oh my God, we can't have a black mermaid. She can't have a black mermaid with red hair. That wouldn't work. Yeah? Because mermaids are real. Dick. Kevin Hart got into a car crash. And had to learn to rewalk. And he recovered, which is good. Everyone was a bit worried about him. We had Grumpy Cat die. That's sad. Grumpy Cat just had some sort of facial thing, which actually made the cat look miserable, but actually was never really dying inside. Glastonbury happened. We had Stormzy perform there. And everyone was like, is he going to sing his song with Fuck Boris in it? Is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? And he said it. And the whole world kept on spinning. Nothing changed. He wore um, a stab-proof vest designed by Banksy. And then we had Dave perform. And if you've ever seen Dave, he gets a guest out. And he did his song with uh, AJ Tracy. And we had what was then called Alex from Glastow. So they had um, Alex and AJ perform the Tiago San... They performed the song that I can't remember the top of my head. They performed that song and Alex went in. My man smashed it. I would not... I would not be able to have done that. And he did. He did it. He smashed it. <laughs> Uh, we had then wildfires in America burning. And then we also had wildfires in Australia burning. And that's still going on strong. At one point, two-thirds of Australia was covered in smoke. Like, the toxicity of the air was palpable. Um, we also had the Hong Kong pro protests, which are still happening. They were going to reform some laws, and they were like, nah, we're not, we're not doing that. We don't want them laws. So then 
the Chinese government relented and they didn't bring into force the laws that they were going to bring into force, but they're still protesting in China. We had uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg, everyone's favourite, the person who stands the most to earn from Brexit. Um, you know, I won't talk about Brexit. It's been been and done. It may or may not happen end of January. But with Brexit, a lot of people stand to gain more than they stand to lose. A lot of the general public will lose out. You know, if you don't have someone who is from Ireland, you're going to lose out. And a lot of people will. And I guess the one story to end on this of, of this year so far is Jonah Hill walking around with a cup of coffee, holding it by the lid and it dropping. There is photographic evidence of him holding a cup of coffee by the lid for some unknown reason and it's dropped. He's wearing earpods and it's dropped because he's holding a cup of coffee by its lids. What was he thinking? <laughs> I don't know if I've... I've not seen an interview yet where he's actually talked about it. But he did put a thing up on Instagram about it. Like, when you're, you think your day's going well and this happens. But it's like, why are you holding a, cof- a copy, cup of coffee by its lid? What are you doing? You do this. Anyway, that was the year that was. Thank you for listening. There's going to be more content coming soon. I really hate myself for saying that. I don't know why I've now got this newfound energy, which I should have had at the beginning of this. Um, That was, what, 45 minutes of you listening to me. Thank you. Good night. And have a good 2020.